Hello, wonderful people. Welcome back to the podcast. I've got Joe and Daryl on today talking all about their incredible experience living in the woods, very off grid in the Lake District. And this is where I hosted my men's weekend a couple of weeks ago, which was an incredible experience uh, for myself and for the guys that came. Very transformational. Every one of us, including myself, went in and discovered and uncovered lots of amazing new ways of, 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 of tackling some of the some of the things that hold us back and it was a it was an incredible weekend and I'm going to have some testimonials on the website soon so stay tuned for that and if you are curious to find out more and you know someone or, or perhaps yourself that is looking to retreat away from the civilized in quotes world then uh, then let me know um this is a space i'm going to be providing a lot more in the future and using daryl and joe's woodland to do this because the energy is incredible there as we speak to on the podcast they've created and crafted such a a beautiful and, and carefully done this as well they've they've have a very mindful approach to the land and how they want to use it and they're calling in more people who are doing this kind of work and open to ideas as well they're very open people very humble and also just very personable so you'll get a flavor for that on the podcast this is really just an insight into their world their perspectives and also their projects so they run a natural charcoal company which uh, produces barbecue charcoal charcoal for your pets for healthy guts for humans and for sustainability of the planet as well if you want to find out more then head to the website i've got all the links in the bio this podcast is also on youtube so if you want to watch it head to my youtube channel body more practice that is all for now hope you enjoy and uh it brings me absolute pleasure me to introduce joe and daryl and as i said if you want to get in touch with them links are in the bio send an email over to hello at joeclayton.co.uk thanks enjoy well thank you joe thank you daryl for being here allowing me to use this incredible space of yours Mm. honestly let's start there yeah give some context for people because i've just finished my first weekend i don't like call it a retreat per se because people have their ideas about what retreat is mm. flowers and your food and stuff and like <laughs> nicey nicey it's yeah definitely not that it's more of a men's weekend i call it um as people probably know who follow me but we've just we've just yeah finished today's been landing for me and just whew, getting some uh well i've been full up because of the weekend but it's just yeah even for me integrating some lessons and getting some feedback from people and just sending some nice messages out as well to make sure people that are, have come and experienced the weekend um that they uh yeah feel like supported in their in their in their exit you know that's really mm. important but back to the space because it's been incredible honestly um i mean we don't really know each other that well we've met Mm-mm. once no. before mm. i came looked at the venue and it was friends of friends that kind of introduced yeah. us right yeah um and yeah, I was put in touch with you guys, 
and then came down and I think immediately I was just like, yeah, this is going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think we felt like that as well. We were we? pretty similar. Like, we were mm -hmm. thinking, yeah, mm -hmm. this is going to yeah. work. Because it's new for us as well. Yeah. Um, so we're, we were feeling our way and, um, and you've got to go on just what it feels like, haven't you? Mm -hmm. you know, so. Yeah, I think the conversations we had and the openness that you guys had to, yeah. to explore, to experiment, and also you, the boundaries that you spoke to and, and the integrity that you both had of like what is a yes and what's a what is a no, but then what's a, what's a maybe as well. Yeah, because it's for the first time for us as well, so yeah. it's good to be clear, even though we're both working it out. Uh, yeah, mm. it's, it's definitely good to be clear. Yeah. And we thought you were great to deal with it like that as well. That's good. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. We, even though we did, we did only meet that one time, and I was like pretty rough when I just got COVID. Yes. I was like, I could, talk, I could talk to you for this long, and now I need to be horizontal. But yeah, we. Before, I was ex I was excited to meet you on like a tent or like have a bit more energy. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see Joe again. <laughs> I'm sure she's better. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, she can do better than this. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, so even before you came, we were like, uh, knew you had good intentions, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, to, for us, towards us and commitment and honouring commitments and agreements, but also that your heart was in a good place for the re the, the not retreat, the men's weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, that, so that felt really nice. And important, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. It's an important thing that you're, you know, you, you're doing it as a business in some ways, yeah. but that isn't the primary thing mm -hmm. that's driving it. And that's important in lots of things, isn't it? Yeah, know? it's bigger than me. Yeah. I feel like I'm tuning into that as a, as a vision, setting intentions for like what I want to do with just my life. Do, do you know, I will share this actually, that I had this moment re-watching some of the testimonials that I got which will be out on the website and listening to them back and I just had this overwhelming feeling that this is what I'm meant to do hmm. and I haven't had that and I've been feeling like that hasn't been there noticing it's not been there like I've tried so many different things which I've loved doing like you go through life you try this try that you say no to things you kind of find a bit of a path of what you more want to do or spend time with and yeah, I think for, for a lot of my life, I was actually thinking life is about saying no to things mm. and navigating my life that way. Mm. But then I switched that not too long ago and I was like, no, no, no. It's really about tuning into what you do want to do because there's so much that you probably don't and what regrets you don't want to live without, you know, because we, yeah, regrets is a funny word, but if we, if we can't do everything, <laughs> everything mm. isn't possible. So it's like, okay, what could I not, what could I, what could I not live? What's the what? what could you live with not doing? Yes, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it. Um, and yeah, listening to some of the videos, I was, had this overwhelming feeling, which was so good to arrive at. It was like, right, this is, this is something that I really want to, want to do and want to pursue mm. and just be intentional. Because I see there's so much merit in doing one thing and picking a direction. I think that that's a that's a it's a brave move for people i think because you can because there's so much opportunity to do things in the modern day so oh travel here go there do this there's so much we can do what book do we read next like what well, mm. there's so much going on but to pick one thing i think is an honorable thing mm. um 
So yeah, yeah so that's is more. Less is more. I've been yeah. there, doing up, feeling that quite a bit. Just really this summer, just uh, well, actually, it was from last. It was from it was, it was from last winter yeah. when I went to the Isle of Muck on my own, like a, a small island in the um, in Hebrides, and I just uh, took a small amount of things to occupy myself, mm-hmm. some artwork that I'd not tried out before, and I took two 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 things that I might play with, and then I found that one occupied me for a month, and and I you know I was excited and yeah. just had plenty to do. <laughs> Uh, and then again, then we went on a van trip, didn't we? And it's like rather than bring all the toys, bring all the instruments and all the different things we could play with. It's like right, no, I'm going to bring, I'm going to take my poi, I'm going to take my ukulele. And that's it. Yeah, uh, and one book, and the book top was pretty pants. And but he meant to play poi, and he meant to play ukulele. And if it had had five things to play with in one week, <laughs> I might not have really engrossed yeah. in. Any of them, so yeah, that resonates. It's I want, I need a smaller van because it's <laughs> too easy just to pack <laughs> stuff in. It is, yeah. Yeah. it is. Whatever yeah. we, whatever it's our house or whatever we're traveling in or, or living, it will fill it. Mm. Living a caravan that helps because yeah, you but still end up with cupboards bulging. You, you do, yeah. but there is a limit, then you know, yeah. Yeah. you know, you, a limit to it. yeah, you might, you know, you think, well, actually, I can't have a potato masher, I'm going to use a fork instead, <laughs> and you know, you get by. Oh, there's always it. space for a potato masher, <laughs> <laughs> depends how much you like. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you, you know, at a point, you've got to go, well, I can't have any more stuff, and so what, you know, yeah, you've just yeah. got to live with what Absolutely. you've got, and it's just that small space thing, yeah. isn't it? And so, yeah, we just expand to whatever we've got, Amazing. don't we? Yeah, I think your life here uh, takes that to another level, maybe. Yeah, maybe. So yeah. how long how long have you been in this in this is it thirty acres woodland? Thirty, thirty three, something like that, yeah. Yeah. Nice number. Yeah. Thirty three. Thirty three. Uh that we're we're all we always got. We're always making that up. How long? About, well, we've 12. had the woods about fifteen years and we've probably been here we sort of we sort of moved here over a period of time didn't we but we've been probably 10 years or something like that yeah you know quite a long time mm-hmm. uh yeah uh, living differently mm-hmm. and off grid and in a caravan and mm-hmm. we're not young you know so it's a it's a bit of a different thing <laughs> in some ways it's kind of not to us now i suppose what surprised you about about living here that, that perhaps wasn't on the mind when before you came and where were you before mm. that i think it's also important for people that are listening to to give some context and i'm like what 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 what, what happened in that transition mm. and what made the plunge to to live in a wood like it's, it's 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 profound for a lot of people who would you know live love the idea love that reconnection but they just could never it's a dream really isn't it like for, for for a lot for, of people for yeah. quite a lot of people yeah. yeah um and rightly so you know i mean it's a but a dream is, is a is a kind of thought, a projection, yeah, isn't absolutely. it? Um, and so, yeah. Until you until you do something decisive. And yeah. But we actually it. did it, didn't we? Yeah. We, we You know, we bought the woods, and and that was scary. And but we actually did walk forward and make the plunge mm. and do it, and then it all unfolds from there. The kind of ups and downs and all that sort of stuff. So, mm. yeah. I was already part. I'm kind of on my way living life a bit differently so mm-hmm. um, you called joe from the woods then <laughs> no <laughs> different names along the way i think ethnic joe was the first one oh, of those yeah. but when i went I off love the instagram I... journey of like... <laughs> <laughs> the, 
That was from going from being, you know, a stockport girl to going off travelling. So that was mm. what that's what my pals uh, called me briefly then. And then, um, yeah, so back from travels, I lived, uh, bought a little boat and lived on a boat for a bit. And then after that, built a yurt, made a yurt and lived in that for a bit mm. somewhere else. And then, and then this was the next adventure, wasn't it? Yeah. But, um, the difference, quite a lo loads of difference actually, yeah. from from having a spot where you live that's not yours to then buying a bit of land and then realising there's loads of responsibility. Just being a landowner, there's responsibility. People have got uh, ideas of how they think you should do things, so you've kind of got a responsibility to them. And people are particularly emotionally attached to woodland. Um, yeah, I think that's particular for ancient woodland. Yeah. I think if you've got a field or something, then people aren't that bothered, you know, okay. you plant it up or whatever, yeah. or you have an Who orchard. Are these people, people that aren't on the council, the local family? Well, I, 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 everyone I, I, really. There's a yeah. culture in the UK of that, I think, yeah. more so than in other countries, of sure. people being really woodland and trees and taking that to heart, you know, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it just is the case, I think. Okay. But also there's the, then there's the agencies and organisations that are set up to look after woodland yeah. and protect woodland. And uh, so they care about what you do. You know, you get to make your own decisions within within the laws, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, we, we, didn't, we didn't really know about the fact that you, woodland needs actively managing to be cared for well you know f to encourage biodiversity and um with planet and animal life so we we just didn't know that at all so it was that was a massive deal learning that we had uh yeah responsibilities to the land and uh and, and then, the woodland doesn't do it on its own does it you no know? especially be now because, when there's lots of deer around. because of the history yeah. of, of management and yeah because of because of the deer population and stuff like that yeah but uh, so that was a big deal. Us learning, learning that, and then learning, ha ha learning how to understand what the land needs, and then learning the skills to actually do the work. Yeah. You know, quite just it's been a massive, massive learning curve, <laughs> and then earning the money to buy the equipment to to manage the land because there's like it's, there's tens and tens, there's hundreds of thousands of pounds, isn't well, there? Well, tens of thousands, yeah. Over the, year, over the years since we've had it, though, I don't, I don't just mean the equipment, just like that's yeah. been spent on the land one way or another, yeah. whether it's like getting someone in to do fencing. We've got a guy in at the moment, haven't we, doing um, reinstating our pond. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, stuff like that. We just didn't think it, 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 it's a steep learning curve, isn't it? Yeah. And it, it's kind of like a roller coaster, like adventure and a learning curve. And it's ace, really, isn't yeah. it? You know, it's exciting, it, it is exciting, uh, but it's not all good. It's, it's, it's different it's, from it's, thinking you're going to be like swinging around in hammocks and uh, you know, looking at butterflies. Yeah, yeah, again, day. I think that is that is this idea that isn't. Real. It's no, not real. No, it doesn't make whatever you do in life purposeful. It doesn't make no. those happiness for me doesn't ever come <laughs> from just like being at peace. No, mm. there's even that in the in the Buddhist tradition. We have an idea of like oh that peace, just sitting on a rock and just being like <laughs> yes, I'm there. And it's like not 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 particularly like it's the it's the work, it's the it's the seasons, it's the ups and downs, the cold, the hot, the mm. all the mix of 
different things that make life yeah worth worth living but then it's like the byproduct of all that is is happiness in moments that you that you share with people yeah, yeah. It, and it's the meaning and the striving they're important as well mm -hmm. aren't they the, the striving for something yeah. is quite a it's a key driver in life it's, isn't it's it inherent in us yeah, yeah. And we need to be allowed to do that, don't yeah. we? We, we? It's good to strive. I mean, you know, this is why people say it, it can be a bit crap if you have lots of money because that striving mm -hmm. kind of gets taken away and you can't undo that, can it's you, generally? Yeah, exactly, yeah. I've just realised that the word striving is a bit bit like arriving. I've got the end the same. But, you know, we pro I think we all think that we're striving to arrive somewhere. Uh -huh. and But actually... If you arrive there, it's probably pretty pants because you're going to get bored, aren't you? Mm. So are we arriving to strive? <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe. Or striving to arrive. Right, that does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think there is that, that again, that perception of the wood taking care of itself. That we have, that just nature is, and it's just, mm. it just, yeah, the biodiversity, even that word that's become so popular, it's like, and you get to kind of like understand everything that falls underneath that. It's like a myriad of loads of different things. Mm. It doesn't just, like have, you, have you seen um, the, every opportunity I try and speak about this, the, the documentary, damn it, what's it called? Um, but you can tell, but you remember what it's called. Is it? I bet we're talking about the same one. Is it to do with mushrooms? No, 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 no that would uh, be uh, fantastic fungi, right? Yeah. Um, I mean that, yeah, that's phenomenal. We talk about that for sure. Um, but it's, um, uh, it will come to me later. Tell us yeah. about it, a bit, yes. a bit so about it, because we might know. It took these people seven years, which in the grand scheme of things is not, not a long time, mm. but um, it took them about seven years to rewild the land, to get the worms in, and it's desert in America. Mm. Um, uh, was this a soil regeneration yeah, thing? Yeah, pretty much. Not yeah. a big small farm or something like yes. that. Little not big, even little big farm. I think so I told you about that the first time. I, I think did. a few people have said to us, you need to watch that, and I, I haven't seen that. We've got, we've got to watch that, right. and then we never, it just disappears. Yeah, Little yeah. big yeah. farm. Yeah, that's it. Is it? Yes. Or yeah. massive tiny farm. <laughs> 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 Something like that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's incredible because it gives you an insight into, and the guy's a nature photographer, so like the, the photographer's brilliant, mm. and uh, it gives you an insight into how, what things come along when you introduce this, and just... When you really try and like, I get, well, guess he, they are trying to create and manipulate nature to, to be a certain, to be in sync, like so they can live there and thrive off the, off the area. But it, it just it just surprises them. <laughs> the golfers come in and they have to get like different animals to come in to kind of counterbalance that, and they're they're really toing and froing with this kind of, you know, what is life? It's 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 just it almost can't be done, you know. <laughs> um, it just has to, yeah. But there's the striving, isn't it? Yeah, well, we're all like, you know, I don't want to say weasel in a way, where's that come from? But, <laughs> you know, we're all like, the little voles, aren't we, dashing about. We're all just doing yeah. it, just cracking on. It's <laughs> not we? just us, Apart. is it? We're all doing it. The voles yeah. are doing Apart it. Everyone's doing it. She, yeah. <laughs> okay, she's not doing it. But, you know, most of us... Living today. <laughs> I know, <laughs> yeah. Just rolling around in the wetness. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a powerful moment this weekend where Jeff spoke to... I was speaking to one person and, and he was like, put your hand up if you haven't got things figured out. And everyone raised their hand. Yeah, mm. of course. And it's like, and he has this like, see, it's just, no one's got it figured out. Mm. Yeah. It, you know, we're all, we're all doing what we think is the, is the best. Yeah. For the most part. Mm.
but as the t as time ticks by and you know we've got a limited amount of time and we die don't we so so there is a sort of a sort of immediacy of mm -hmm. not just letting that sort of um yeah uh, uh, being okay with that i suppose and yeah. uh, you know making sure that it's not making you unhappy that not knowing that you've you know you haven't got stuff figured out yeah. i think that's the important bit and the hard bit you know yeah, yeah and and the exciting bit as well because learning I, I suppose we don't often think about that with our own personal lives because we feel like we should be sorted don't we mm. mentally emotionally relationship wise um but when it comes to other stuff that we're learning, we get just dead excited about it, and we don't think we should know everything about everything, do we? No. You know, all those, all the subjects that, that <laughs> you're interested in, and you love the learning of it, don't you? Yeah. So it'd be good if we could more naturally think that about um, you know, where we're at and ourselves, yeah. that it is another exciting journey of discovery. Um, yeah, rather yeah. than something we've got to just desperately fix mm -hmm. because it's a big problem, you know, which you can feel like that, can't it? Yeah, you know, sure. so, yeah, yeah. Your feelings get in the way, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they was can the do. Was the storm a big teacher that happened? What was that like? Because I remember you saying that when I first came and I just had this, I had this feeling of like, God, yeah, you, you don't realise that something can just come along overnight, mm. as it were. And then you, you've got the next month booked out with the with sorting things with out, with things and, and getting trees out the way and, and and yeah. It's humbling, you know. It's powerful. Yeah. It's it's nature, isn't it? And and you know, if you're in a house, I suppose, and you know, it it you can hear the wind going outside, but you're not that connected to it with us because we're in the woods and we're in a caravan. Caravans aren't great if trees fall on them. You know, it, you're a lot. There was a lot more kind of. Uh, it was worrying, you know. Yeah, there was trees coming down all over the place. It was windy as hell, and yeah, it was a hell of a night. And but kind of exciting and kind of amazing too, because we had so many trees down that has never happened before mm. because of the wind direction. It was a different wind direction, so the trees aren't, um, the root systems aren't adapted for um, mm. easterly and northerly winds. They're adapted for westerly winds. So when you get it in the wrong direction. It, it, all these trees come down that you don't think would come down, you know, so um, so there was that. It was, yeah, it was scary and kind of bristly, you know, yeah. Wow, yeah. Uh, yeah, and lots of sorting out at the end of it, yeah. Like yeah, months. things taking time. You're yeah. always more in touch, aren't you, with the, with the outside, obviously, but even when you're inside and there's the noise of the rain and, yeah. the, and the wind and, yeah. and it's... it's it's really nice most of the time, but it's unsettling sometimes, isn't it? If you know, there's something you've got to do, and the rain's gonna yeah. make it rubbish. Or yeah, even last night in the van, the, the rain was coming down, and I was like, oh, "You got your stuff yeah. outside." <laughs> I was. The cameras were like underneath mm. there, and I was <laughs> debating five, four or five times. I was tuning for a moment to go out and just save them. But I was like, "I won't get back to sleep." Yeah, yeah. As well. And uh, and then I looked, looked outside, and it was just spotting. Yeah, and I was like, you feel like it's so much greater. You yeah. do. Whether that's it's the fear inside of you, but yeah. it is. It is. It's a, yeah, it opens you up. But um, it's good, isn't it, that you're more connected to it? Is that's one of the great things about living in the woods. You are more connected to it. Yeah. And and so it seeps into you over time, mm -hmm. and that is a really nice thing, you know, about it. Yeah, yeah the fires are more rewarding. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So what's it like when you go away and and come back? 
how how does that feel when you kind of maybe stay at someone's house or like have a holiday or you know when you stay in in it's always great to come back actually isn't it yeah yeah it's good to go away as well great to go you'd think you just wouldn't want to go away would you because you you know it's just idyllic here in it but you do want to go away because you need to change your scene and and we Mm. need people as well don't Mm. we so like we're here after a week you might start to forget things and you do you need to connect with people too for us it's weeks and weeks isn't it it is can be yeah it's one of the big deals actually isn't it or one of the can be a negative or a downside is the not connecting with people enough Mm. that's why it's been great having the men's weekend Mm. this weekend and having Noise, noise, and shouting, and drums, and energy, and people. It's been great, you know, just because it's just different stuff going on. Mm. Um, But if we go away and there's somewhere, you know, even just a town, or we don't really go for city breaks or anything like that, do we? We go just go off in the van somewhere. But in the van somewhere, yeah. You know, just being in a town, even if we're not talking to anyone, it's just there's when there's that people life about feels uh it's just nice for us isn't it to, yeah i don't know remember that we're part of that too mm-hmm. yeah what reactions do you get when you tell people you live in a wood How, what, what's the response usually or do you most people say oh yeah. that's my dream yeah it's true yeah and fair enough, you yeah. know, fair enough. And, you know, and it, and then you talk about it. Does it does and we, our response is usually like, yeah. it's not like that, you know. But, yeah. yeah, it can be. But, yeah, sorry, what are you saying? But it isn't, isn't it? Isn't it? It's, mm. um, do, do, do you, oh, I, was, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, yeah, you're trying to reassure them it's not it's not this dream that you have or yeah. this idea, idyllic. But that doesn't yeah. mean idea. it's any less bad for that. For sure. It's just yeah. kind of explaining that, you know. Yeah, so yeah, living the dream isn't necessarily the image of what you think it might be. But yeah, it's still living the dream, isn't it? It is, it is, it is. It is. As it is. Some, somebody told us that fairly recently. It was A group came from the Woodland Trust, didn't they? Because they gave us some financial support mm. um, with regard to that um, kind of a block that blew down. And uh, and we did kind of have that conversation about living the dream, and but then one one of them had a, just a little word after she went, but you are living the dream. <laughs> like, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I'll, end, I'll end on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but actually, then we that really gorgeous couple that we met uh, at uh, Northern Roots. Oh yeah, recently a little yeah, festival. They they did say. I mean, they wore a lot of sequins, didn't they? And uh, they <laughs> they did say, uh, or she did anyway. I, I wouldn't want, you know, she, she you could tell she had no like. Yeah. Oh, brilliant! Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. She was like, she thought it was interesting, but no, she had, I would not want that. You know, I want, I want, I want, I want coffee shops, I want bars, I want, you know, I want things mm. going on, and and I get all that as well. We we miss out on all the like culture stuff, don't we? And because we're so rural. There's not loads of stuff going on, like drumming workshops. and I mean, there is, actually. <laughs> there is what? You yeah. know, when you live in a city, there's, you can do a kind of anything, can't you? And, yeah. and then there's usually really high class of stuff going on. But And then gigs. But actually, you know, we've got, we've got enough here, haven't we? There's, there's quite... It's very seasonal. That you're so, like, it feels that you're so like, in touch so greatly with the seasons. Because, yeah, summer, lots of things going on. Mm. Come yeah. down here for a workshop. Go, yeah. yeah. Everyone's swimming down there. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Eating outdoors. Totally. Like, it's very different. Mm. But then 
the six months of winter <laughs> is, is it's hibernation time yeah. you know which is kind of like okay isn't it you yeah. know um to a degree you're still outside a lot you, you are know, still, yeah you know, oh yeah, yeah you're still outside yeah yeah you're just still a bit outside. more like this hunched <laughs> Yeah, it can be. You can, yeah, it can creep up on you, the the dark nights and the rain and 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 that sort of stuff. And yeah, you find yourself walking around hunched, and that's just because. It's nice to have your fires though inside. Yeah. You miss that. You miss that in the summer. I I love that um, transition from a one season to the other, and I'm, I always sort of feel like I'm about done with that season, whatever it is, summer. And we're kind of done with that when it, and I kind of think all oh, autumn yeah. and it starts to change and I get excited about the new season and fires and it's different and mm -hmm. it's going to be dark and, and then, yeah, so yeah, it's it, nice it, to have that variation. Forward, if it was all the sure. same, I, I've really struggled with that. If the season was the same, if we, you know, if we lived on the equator or whatever, yeah. um, I, I think I'd really struggle with that. Yeah, yeah, we often don't, in this country, don't think of things like that. No, no, it's a big it deal. Is, we have great I seasons. Do look look forward to those that hibernation after we've been out and the energy so high and there's so much going on and festivals and events mm. and we've got it in a, we have it in abundance in this country mm. and then the winter comes it's like all right time to re retreat inwards and and just be a bit more and maybe create and spend some time doing mm. some uh some projects to, to re-emerge next year that's yeah. what i try and intend on doing yeah. Being yeah. more in sync with that when I can just bring my awareness to it more than anything, which is hard if people are in the in a, in a job and it's the same. It's the same. It's not a seasonal. Yeah, and you're thing. supposed to put the same amount of energy. Yeah. Or does not, oh, yeah. does not a change yeah. to the kind of work you do. Yeah, but we have yeah. evolved with the seasons. We are animals, aren't we? You know, and that and that change the work thing and cities and all that. From an evolutionary standpoint, it it it's happened quite quickly. That mm -hmm. and we won't have caught up from an evolutionary point of view. So it jars with yeah. us of how we've kind of evolved. And yeah. and I think that's, I think people forget that. They do. You know, that 200 years of, of industrial revolution isn't very long yeah. for us to catch up, you know. Absolutely. I, that, that started my journey, learning about <laughs> the way we've been and how we've lived and understanding where we've come from and how people were and, and that, you know, 1% of human, uh, you know, 200,000 years, it's just, just like in a snapshot, it's just changed so dramatically. Mm. And yeah, you can imagine work managers just, just expecting the same in the winter. And it's like, well, uh, can I just uh, make a point that the sunlight really affects my energy? So as there's yeah. not much of it, I'm not going to have as much. So yeah. it's like that, like how much energy we get from the sun? And it's not there for as long. Yeah. So can we adjust our sale targets? Yes, sales please. targets, please, because uh, yeah, I'm not getting enough vitamin D, and yeah. We do no, it, it socially happen. as well, though, don't we? You know, you yeah. don't kind of go, oh yeah, we're going to have loads of energy in the summer, and that's when we're, we're going to be out playing every weekend, and we just think we think we're going to do that all year, don't we? And or sometimes you try and do it, and then you you knack it all your head. Yeah, mm. yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. It, it's hard to remember that kind of. Uh, uh, you know, we just ask too much of ourselves, I think. Mm -hmm. You know, we expect ourselves to be like, like going in the, like animals are busy in the summer and spring, aren't they? But they don't do that all year round, yeah. you know. But we expect ourselves to do that mm -hmm. yeah. and not have any consequences for it and our energy levels to just keep going. And, yeah, yeah. And How long do bears hibernate for? 
I've not. It's quite right. a lot. I'd quite like to be a bear. I think that would totally suit me. <laughs> Ibernaying. Oh, yeah, just a Time massive snooze. Your, your yeah. Massive. Oh, Joe, Joe the bear. Yeah. Joe the bear. Joe the bear. Yeah, yeah. Or bear Joe. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, one thing I know is how important it is for you, um, just changing gears slightly, how important it is for you. One thing I really noticed was, like, how careful it seemed to me that you are with the, with the land of, like, not disturbing this and making sure you kind of honour the, the life of that or whatever it is, whether it's the trees or, you know, the shrubs or it's kind of, you know, you, you value it the same, it seems to be. Mm. But that was one thing I was like, wow, they re they're really taking their, you know, I don't want to say you're taking your time, but it's like you're, you're taking things at a nice pace that I kind of resonated with, mm. um, that not rushing and clearing spaces, learning about things and then mm. coming back to... Maybe you could speak to that a little bit because that's that's definitely what I picked up. Yeah, because you'd imagine that we'd come here and we'd just like <laughs> crack on with maybe yeah. some stuff like we had a glamping business at the uh -huh. um, at a different woods a while ago, and you know, so we could have like just crapped on and tried to do that here, but we did we did take our time, don't we? We didn't do anything for a year, a good year, apart from just get to know the land a bit and. And that is still happening now, getting mm. to see how things work. And uh, mm. it, it, nature's slow, isn't it? And it's slow to respond to changes that y yeah. you make. So it take, can take you a while to realise the impact. So you don't want to come in and do massive things unless you know exactly you know exactly what you're doing. And co copying is the thing we we did start but doing, but we knew what we were doing because we got loads of advice that's quite a big deal isn't it yeah, it's, it well seems it's, it's where you were you it's well coppicing is where you you cut a tree so that it'll, mm -hmm. it'll grow back multi-stem so you need to cut it and protect it but when you when you coppice an area it's about letting loads of light into that area so you do a large section so the smallest you should do mm -hmm. is half a hectare so what is that in acres? A couple of acres, isn't it? About uh, one acre, isn't it? One, one and a one half. Is it three hectare? Three acres per hectare? Uh, something like I that. I think it yeah. is. Yeah. So. One and a half. Yeah. You know, it's a big area, mm -hmm. and you're supposed to let in the uh, a lot of light. So only leave like at most twenty percent canopy cover. So that is the, the tall trees, the leaves of the trees. Only twenty percent of the sky is is covered by the, by canopy. So you know, you're doing a lot of cutting mm. of tree, big trees as well as the smaller shrub trees, which are the kind of traditional coppice trees. Mm -hmm. um, so it's uh, quite scary. It was quite scary for us, you know, because it, it was new to us. It's a, it's a big deal. Yeah. But because you you know what you're doing, because you, you've read about it, the organisations have told you about it, you've been you've met people who are doing it, you've been to look at how it works and, and you get advice and as you're going along as well. Usually like, no, you need to take a bit more actually. So um, actually doing it felt like a big impact, but then and then all these years later, you know, it's probably eight, nine, ten years later, really seeing the results of it from doing that work, letting in the light, and then and protecting it. It's like wow, that was a really brilliant thing to do because the first patch that we did. Um, it's just vibrant now, isn't it? it the is, growth in yeah. it is vibrant, and you've got all these there's multiple layers of um you know multi-structure in a woodland it's not just all big tall trees yeah. like that or it's um it's, it's really mixed isn't it and so yeah different ages of trees and that's how it should be mm -hmm. 
So, yeah, it's, we're, it's, it's we're good. We're bothered, aren't we? You know, it's the, yeah. the land isn't ours to do whatever we want with. You know, I think we've always felt that, haven't we? Yeah. And we still do, you know, yeah. at all. You know, it's like... You've got to, we've got to get enough from it for us to be happy and to for us to be able to sustain our life here. Yeah, and keep wanting to put the energy into yeah, it. Yeah, I mean. but you can't just take whatever you want and go, oh, well, I'll clear all that and I'll get a load mm. of glamping pods in or whatever. Yeah. Because you just, it, you know, it, it, living there, it, that is the deal, basically. You know, it's like you get to live in this amazing place, but you've got to look after the woods as well. And that feels right, you know. Mm. Yeah, it feels right. Yeah, it does. It, yeah. it does. It feels that's, that's it that's feels it. like that's how it should be. Yeah. Yep. So where do you think and there's values as well, I feel that is speaks to your values. Where do you think that comes from in terms of like how you've been <coughs> raised, lived or tuned into or, or searched seeked, I guess? <laughs> For me, I, I've just got a thing about I I, I don't see why not just with woodland, but with lots of things, why we have to rinse the hell out of everything. So, you know, it is, I suppose we grow, we've grown up in a capitalist society and that kind of teaches us that that's okay and it's morally okay to do that. But actually, you know, I'm not saying capitalism is bad, it's, there's the balance to be struck, you know, and, and if, say, you've got a business and you're doing well and, and the employees are doing well and, you know, do you have to do something else, which means, you know, you kind of keep growing. Keep growing. I know, you know, I, you know, we all have to make a living and, and, and business is good. Yeah. But it's, it, it's that kind of just rinsing the hell out of things that I struggle with. Yeah. Because when you don't need to. Because it's it's short-sighted. Yeah. Very and we're going to die at some point. You can't take exactly. it all with you. So it's that balance, isn't it? You yeah. Know, so. it's, it's careless in a way because it's when do you stop? Yeah, yeah. It, it becomes a habit with people. I think it's like that's what I do. It's I, nice I, way I of just, it. I just, gr <laughs> you know, I empire build. You know, that's yeah. my, that's my that's sort of thing. raison d'être. Yeah, and it's not a thing that you know. It's yeah. that isn't a thing to do. Um, you know, just that anyway. So yeah. So with the woods, kind of, it's we're trying to find that balance, aren't we? We're not, you know, we we want to get what we want out of it, but. Um, mm. We want to look after it as well, so yeah. nurture it. Yeah, uh, it, it is good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it feels good. And it, I think for me, uh, with um, my grandma and granddad, I used to stay with them quite a lot, and they, um, I guess, from the area that they lived through in the war times, and mm. they were always really careful about. Um, just using things, not wasting things and making the most of yeah. things. Mm -hmm. So I really like to do that. I really, really like to do mm -hmm. that. <laughs> and uh, and then I think part of the nature thing, I remember doing BTCV stuff, you know, when I was young. And that, I don't know, I must have been drawn to it anyway. Mm -hmm. but, you know, mm -hmm. some people just resonate. You know, nature just gets in you, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we could talk about the charcoal then, weigh in for that, about taking some from the land and, and using that to, for, for, yeah, generating things you need. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, charcoal's been made here and round here for hundreds of years, hasn't it? Yeah. So it's a really traditional thing that we did kind of want to carry on, didn't we? Mm. So it kind of was a natural thing to do. 
Mm -hmm. It's like, it's one of the first things we did, wasn't it? It was yeah. like, we'll get a charcoal kiln and start making charcoal because that's gone on for hundreds of years here. Also, yeah. also it's what a lot of, lot of, it's kind of the tradition of coppicing people that yeah. get into the, um, you know, that start coppicing, then they usually produce charcoal, don't they? Yeah, the, the wood that you get from coppicing, you make charcoal with sort mm -hmm. of thing. So, yeah, so. So, yeah, briefly, maybe just because people don't know, I didn't know what, how charcoal know. is, but you didn't know. Well. Uh, so maybe give us a summary of like how charcoal, yeah, gets to our barbecues. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, basically, in a nutshell, in the, the really short, the short one is you get some wood and you dry it out and then you bake it, basically. And then the baking process, as in heating it up. Um, and I the, set in fire to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the way you actually do it, you bake it and eventually it becomes charcoal. But the way we actually do it is we have a kiln, which is kind of like our oven, mm. you know. Yeah. And then you fill it with wood and you set fire to that wood to get it hot. So you've got a big fire going on. And then the key, the key kind of thing is you put the lid on and it's called you kind of sh um, shut it down to a point where there's minimal amounts of oxygen going in. Mm -hmm. So um, and then you let it kind of truck away and cook away mm -hmm. uh, for quite a long period of time. Mm -hmm. So that the heat then drives off all the moisture, the steam and all the um, volatile organic compounds in the wood um, goes off and eventually you're left with just the carbon mm -hmm. basically which is that black stuff that we, have that, that we can exactly that we call charcoal and that is the carbon that mm. that it's it, beautiful that if you burn it to, goes into the atmosphere and you know gives us our global warming sort of thing <laughs> so that's the carbon bit mm. of the tree basically uh -huh. that's what's left so uh -huh. um yeah so um if you're lucky and you do it right and you shut the kiln down and let it cool down and yeah and you hope that you've got some charcoal at the end of it yeah so you maybe start off the way we do it anyway you'll say you start off with a kind of a cubic meter of wood you would end up with maybe a third of a cubic meter of charcoal mm -hmm. so it shrinks down quite a lot to make that charcoal so um yeah so it's uh, it is quite a it's a I mean, I'm still learning. I've been doing it for like 10 years and I'm still like, oh, I should have done that slightly differently because you're looking at the colour of the smoke, when mm. to shut it down. And mm. there's a balance between ending up with too much ash and or too much wood kind of thing. So you want that perfect balance. And it's quite exciting, it? Isn't is it is exciting really? and it's a bit, it, there's a bit of an art to it as well. Yeah. So it's not just it's like, like you do it at this temperature, you do it for this long, because it all depends on what the wood is, how dry it is, how big the bits are. Mm. So there's this kind of like nice, constant, like you'll never get it sussed completely mm. thing going on with it, which I really like. Well, I was looking at your, the website earlier and then I was just like, oh, you gave us a bag of that. And I was like, oh, they gave us the good stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of, course. Like, of course we did. I was like, amazing. Because obviously we used them for the, for the barbecue. Yeah, and that was really nice that you used the, wood, the charcoal right. we made. We only needed one bag. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, great. But yeah, I, yeah. Did, I did feel like I made a mistake by putting the lid on and then it did kind of go out. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, going yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, you, you need oxygen for, the, yeah, for, it, to, yeah. Uh, for, for it to burn when it's charcoal. Why did you put the lid on? Keeping the heat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's not hot anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's gonna it's gonna put it out, right? Yeah. But um, so yeah, we did. We started out by 
producing firewood and charcoal. And um, but then particularly with the charcoal business, we um, we just wanted to do things a little bit differently. So basically, like you were saying, any anything that burns, it releases carbon into the atmosphere mm. so it contributes to global warming sure. so whenever we whenever we burn wood and and when we burn charcoal it's it's not it's not brilliant is it it's not but it, you have to remember it's neutral you know the the tree has grown for 40 years or whatever or 80 years or 100 years take, it sucked out that carbon yeah. and then when you burn it it just releases yeah, it so it's fairly short-term kind of thing going on yeah. unlike fossil fuels which is millions of years before you you know it's it's taking it up and then we're, mm. we're releasing it quickly that's the that's the main problem with Good it point. but it's still it's still releasing that carbon uh and and so that yeah so we um sorry you were, yeah you were saying but we, yeah, we so tried we to move to more charcoal that doesn't but you know not to do barbecue charcoal as much and move to charcoal that people don't burn that's sure. useful and then we're that's carbon negative you know we're sucking carbon out of the atmosphere with the trees and then we're keeping that carbon in the charcoal yeah. for um, uh, charcoal that's used for gardens so it stays in the soil uh, helping with soil health and regenerating soils and it holds that carbon in there that the trees have sucked out with that and that feels like a really good thing to do yeah, yeah. and the animal gut health and stuff so that's um, yeah. you know the that we make charcoal in a different way or Darren makes it and um and then that's fed to animals um with the food and it sits in their gut and uh it absorbs toxins and uh so that's again that's a charcoal not being burnt and they'll end up coming out of the dog rent it one yeah. way or another and uh ends up in the ground doing a good job Okay. You know, yeah. the ideal cycle is if it got into the farming system with animals and then farmers fed it to their, um, are you hungry, mate? <laughs> if farmers fed it to their, um, what do you call them? Cows. <laughs> no, what cows are called, what do you call them? Cattle. Yeah, no, the wider yeah. term. Animal. Farm. Herd. Well, <laughs> Livestock. That's the one, hey. that's the one. I've lost you there, actually, Chris. Um, Keela. Hey, uh, then no, you lie down, mate. Yeah. Good girl. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, that so that's that would be the ideal cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, so the farmers feeding it to their animals, and then that helps with the animals' gut. So then, then they're not having to have loads of antibiotics and stuff. That are, mm-hmm. you know means that it's not well, it's not brilliant for their health. But then, if that meat or other products from those animals being eaten, it's it's not it's not so bad for you either um so it goes through their gut keeps them healthier cuts out the antibiotics and then um reduces methane from the animals and then it gets pooed out and you know it's it's um enhancing the land as well so that's the that's the total ideal isn't it but we we don't have that market going on because we've not got we you know we can't produce enough for that, farm farming for farms. Yeah, yeah that's so we're another we're trying to we're trying to be sustainable and it's yeah. like how much wood even though 33 acres seems like loads we want this to be something that can go on forever. So we're trying to find our way to like, well, what, what is it we can make that could, this kind of potentially higher value for us, like money-wise that we can get for it, but also taking less wood so that we can just keep going. So we so, can make a living without taking too much wood out of yeah, the woodland. Sure. So, it, so both of us are happy then. The wood's happy because we're not robbing it mm-hmm. and we're happy because we're paying the bills. That's mm-hmm. the idea, isn't it? Yeah. Nice. Not that we have any bills, but well, we do. We have. We do. We do. What just do you fill your car up with? Water. 
it's not a bill quite the same as it. But no, we have, it's we not. Council tax bill, yeah, don't yeah. We? And the rest of it is just different, isn't it? Yeah, so that's important for people just to yeah even understand because everyone would think you are getting new outgoings here. Well, no, people <laughs> think you don't have bills, and it's like no, you don't get that bit of paper because no one's supplying you with your energy. But we still need to buy gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. we pay LPG gas. So. Where do you get your water? We've got a well. So we're really lucky. We've got an amazing, like Victorian kind of eight meter well, round stone built, amazing looking thing. And so we get our water from there. Mm. Uh, and that's our water for washing and drinking and all that sort of jazz. So yeah, yeah. so yeah, so. No. So that gets that gets pumped up to a tank, mm-hmm. um, where it's stored, and then it and then it gets gravity fed down. So that that does us for a shower, but and it gets filtered as well. It gets UV filtered. But that's you know where you had your bath, where, where the ice bath yeah, took yeah. place. That's um, that's where the tank is. Uh-huh. But the wells, the wells are much further down. Okay. Mm. Amazing. We, yeah. didn't know, we didn't know we had a well when we bought the land. Interesting. I, you, we would have struggled. What day was we that? Would have struggled. Just singing to the gods. Uh, this is well, on my birthday. yeah, it was that on my was birthday. Awesome. Well, did you fall down it? And then just <laughs> 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 we kind of stumbled across we it. We did stumble across yeah. it, and then realised that we should have thought about this before we bought the land. Like, yeah. has he got water? We were looking. You know, we were. <laughs> pre- yeah, exactly. I know. That's yeah, insane. yeah, it is insane. Well, it's, yeah. it's, it's well, no, it is. But I you know, that's how, that's how kind of like you know. Can't think of everything. It's pretty basic. Maybe the though. dead important things you should think about. But anyway, we were lucky, and yeah, we were like, oh, water, yeah. Oh, yeah. we've got a well, so yeah. Nice. So yeah, yeah. And Joe, you've got uh, things happening in the barn with your on the website. You've got some. Oh yeah. Furniture. So, yeah, I make I make pretty things from the wood, so I make uh, rustic furniture uh-huh. and ornamental crafts, and I've got a wee studio with um, another forest, so. Some days yeah, I, c- that's, I commute. That the, the door is the, the teal yeah. kind of turquoisey door. It's grey actually. It may just look a bit teal on the pictures, but okay. yeah, it's nice. Um, so yeah, nice. I, I drive from this woods to um, a woods where there's a visitor centre and lots of visitors and yeah. uh, Grysdale Forest and um, yeah, I sell sell stuff there. Yeah, amazing. Is mm-hmm. it all, bes- all bespoke? Kind of made to order? No, it's not made to order. I mean, I might do that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, at the moment I just I make I make things that I want to make, and then people buy them because <laughs> they're like, "Hey, that's gorgeous." Yeah. Although did, someone did pop in uh, last week. Yeah, I'm 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 more confident to do that now, and and I might do it a, a oh, bit. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It's probably quite a bit of pressure doing totally bespoke stuff but um yeah someone popped in the other day and she was like oh are you selling them and i was like well not not exactly but and she's like well could you make me one of them but with some that's this is as really vague doesn't it i was like yes i will um so i made her up this vase basically a log vase with flowers that i'd carved and and other flowers that i'd dried and i made it all for her she just saw what I had to to play with, and she was like, I "Really like some of that. Really like some of that." So mm. yeah, a bit like that. And it, or someone might say, "I really like that piece there, that that stool or that bench." But you know, it wouldn't. That's not that fabric isn't going to fit in my lounge. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what about that one then? Yeah. So yeah, I do. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and what is the plan for maybe the future or things you're calling in? Obviously, I've yeah. I've I've come and brought some men and we've... Yeah. Well, but you're part of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, this is us 
starting a slightly different chapter, really, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah you've you've kind of helped to uh, push us along, really, because mm. we have wanted a bit of um, people stuff going on, haven't we? Work. We've been looking at workshops and um, yeah, different kind of events, but that are quiet. You know, we don't want to. Yeah. To be disruptive for neighbours, people living nearby, you know, we're not looking to have like, massive raves here, although quite a lot of our friends would like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> um, our mates might, but yeah. But, um, yeah, we are wanting t- more mm-hmm. stuff going on, people coming in to um, uh, share share the space in different ways. And we, we're a bit open, really, to seeing how that mm. might work. Yeah, that's good. So yeah, we're just trying to kind of organically see what happens, aren't we? Yeah. And, and it feels like that is happening a bit, doesn't yeah. it? Now, which is great. Yeah. So you come and kind of made us think and, mm-hmm. um, you know, just pushed us into getting a few things uh, in better shape, really, mm-hmm. to accommodate a, a small group. Yeah. We, we couldn't have a massive group here. The land doesn't mm. lend itself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, flat ground is a, is is rare. It yeah. is, yeah, it's right. It's rocky terrain. In a woodland, yeah. it is. It just, you know, uh-huh. it's not a, it's yeah. not a field well, yeah. that's been planned. It's getting the right people in, isn't it? With kind of like that are going to either appreciate the space or yes. be doing good stuff like what you're doing, and you know, and and then it kind of feels like it fits in with us, then, doesn't yeah. it? Rather than it sort of being yeah, a bit right. of a juxtaposition. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, compromising for other people, perhaps. Yeah, which then. There's the nice guy syndrome. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Yeah. Syndrome. Yeah. Um, so we, we're getting. We will go, we're going to do a bit of glamping, aren't we? Yeah. Um, so y- you've got um, mm. a certain amount of days that you can do something different sure. on the land rather than it be purely uh, woodland. So we've got we've just got some really nice spaces here that mm. we will plant that we plan to rent out next next, next summer year, yeah. next summer really. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, we're so we're we're kind of on with that. Yeah, yeah. And lastly, how was the ice bath? Hey. First oh. time. Yeah. It's you know It's brilliant, wasn't it? It was bloody amazing. <laughs> Honestly. You both went for I it. I mean your normal. talk made me start getting really worried. Like, <laughs> right, you've gotta breathe, it's gonna be cold. I mean, know, obvious, these things I, are fairly I, I, obvious. It was a hot day. It was a hot day. I was like, ice bath, yeah. Maybe nice it was the way one. I said it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but No, it was it was brilliant, wasn't it? It was really good. And it, it was it nice was having brilliant. the group there as yeah. well because... Oh, everyone would love to get involved. Yeah, the, yeah. Dr- the drumming, you know, that gives you a sense of, like, a ceremony, doesn't it, and excitement. Yeah. And, it is uh, exciting, yeah. And just that moral support. You, you know, you wouldn't stay in there for full three minutes wouldn't you without an audience <laughs> well, that, well yeah exactly it makes a huge difference we felt brilliant afterwards we though. felt amazing Absolutely afterwards brilliant. like this calm sort of um it's like a, a clean calm coldness well not we even, were a bit chilly we after were a bit chilly afterwards, but yeah but yeah, I mean, that's how I would describe it. Yeah, there's a lot it, going know. on. There's, there's mm. chemicals going on mm. in the body, but it's also that sense it's of like a, It's like a drug, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But a, a really good, yeah. clean one that's good for your type of thing, yeah. you know. Almost better than if you run the endorphins with running and things like that. Mm. They can be quite buzzy and nice, mm. but not quite as calm as that, I don't mm. think. You know, that calming thing. I think it's so. different every time. But is that, it? that achievement really as well, is. though, you know, because you, yeah. you've got to do a big thing with your brain to get put your body exactly. in it. Mm. Bath of ice, haven't you? Do something you don't want to do, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Amazing. We'll wrap it up. Um, where nice. would you like to point people or anything else? Lastly, you want to speak to or not really, but just, 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 um, yeah. I mean, if people are interested, yeah, they'll in, find you. Yeah. They'll find yeah. us and yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. your website's a natural charcoal, yeah, charcoal yeah, my, company. Yeah. Through my website for the natural charcoal company. Yeah. Um, and mine's my name, Joe Clayton. Or yeah. on Instagram, I'm Joe from the woods. Yeah. So, and yeah, yeah, people seek us out, I'm sure, if they need to. Yeah, I think it's amazing that yeah. I can just call you out of the blue, don't know each other. <laughs> oh, yeah, talk to me about uh, your space. And I know, well, yeah. sometimes you've just got to open up to an idea and then yeah. things come your way, don't they? And that does happen in life, doesn't it? it you know, happens we, we a find lot. that happens, so we know. Mm. Keep doing what you've got and. Sorry, keep doing what you've done and get what you've got. <laughs> keep doing what you've done and get what you've got. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a saying? I think so. Mm. It is now. <laughs> said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep doing the same thing. It's, it's you oh, keep yeah. getting the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. All right, guys. Thank Brilliant. you so much for coming on, Chris. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Lovely. Mm. Cheers, Chris.